Hello, and welcome to episode 9 of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master, and joining me at the table are... Uh, Daniel Braun as Ched Fleek. Cahill, I'm playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Madden, I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarjax. Alright, who wants to give me a recap of what happened last time? Last well, time. We got to Jux. Yep. Glorious Shining City. And we went to the Hall of Mysteries. Glorious Shining Halls. And they directed us to the college, right? Glorious Shining College. And that's where we talked to people and got them to start investigating the puzzle box. Then Um, we kind of went on our own separate ways and killed some time for a bit. And then we came back and they told us some important details about the puzzle box, but basically that they'd need it in order to decipher things further. So it was going to take like a week or something. And we are joining up with the Shimmer Guard, which is a mercenary company. The not shady one, yeah. Yeah. Like the middle of the road one. Specifically an up-and-coming group in need of adventurers. We we chose the ones that are desperate. Did we? A little bit. Because uh, I know we didn't choose the scummy one. We didn't choose the scummy one. We didn't choose the super popular one. Well, yeah, I they, I made a case I, right. I made a case for going for one that was in dire need of adventurers because we'd get treated better. Right, right. Okay, I'm not sure certain if that was the Shimmer Guard or not, but I know it was that kind of middle of the road one. Yeah. No, there was like a steel something, like a steel. I might have a list dagger? of my aliases. There <laughs> they were they were they were like the top guild. All right, we've got. The Silver Blades, they Silver are a Blades. big... They're the, big <laughs> Herald, the Heralds of the Dawn. They're the, the White Roses. The Metal Knives. Yes. And the Shimmer Guard. Yep. And the White Roses are a bunch of rich people playing hero. Yep. So that was a no-go. And the Sentinels were, were the ones who were probably shady. The Sentinels I have down as Discount, Shimmer, uh, discount Silver Blades. So, yeah, I think they're the shadier kind of economy option silver blades was the one that i think daniel did courier stuff for yeah they're just the Mm -hmm. walmart of adventurer guilds yeah and then there's the shimmer guard which we know very little about but hey we're about to find out this episode of taiko and the (laughs) heikettes no (laughs) (laughs) so have we reached the premises of the shimmer guard as I recall, we finished our last session with you guys standing outside the door of the Shimmer Guard headquarters, in air quotes, uh, which is a rundown house in the middle of like a really upper class strip mall full of <laughs> mercenary guilds. The sign above the door has a shield painted with a scale pattern like the rainbow fish with all the, the shimmery scales on it. All right. Yeah. This is our most difficult challenge yet. I knock on the door. Talking people always. Is. Everybody act cool. Act like <laughs> we belong. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> when you knock on the door, you hear a voice go, come in. I enter. You see Hello. a small room. that uh, looks like a really down on his luck doctor's office waiting room. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> there are like a couple of chairs with ratty cushions. This is exactly what we wanted. Some old newspaper-y type documents lying on the tables. They've 
they're not quite newspapers because they're like pulled down off of notice boards and they're clearly like three months out of date. Everything's <laughs> covered in asbestos. <laughs> there is a single, uh, it's, it's not quite a book. It's a lot slimmer than a book and it has the words highlights on the front. Oh, highlights magazine. Oh dear. <laughs> and it has oh, been, no. uh, you see that there are, are a couple of like simple puzzles in it that have all been completed like four yeah. times. <laughs> is there one of those toys that you always see in doctor's offices where it's like the, the rail of metal and the little yeah. beads you can move along it? Bead tracks. Yeah. No, this is for children. This is a mercenary guild. Yeah, but I mean, they've got highlights. I so can't. they they got like darts or something. Like, what the fuck do they play? They don't. No, oh. they've just got arm wrestling tables, which are like regular tables. But I don't think this. I don't think this guild is for us guys. There is a small coffee table in the center of the room that contains all of these various documents. There is a counter. Behind the counter sits a man. There's a little like nameplate on the counter that says Percy Hester, and he is looking at you expectantly with raccoon eyes like he's got bags and circles under there and i i give him a dapper bow and a winning smile and i say we came as quick as we could who are you myself i am known far and wide as tarajux and these of course are my outstanding companions each of them to a man possessed of indescribable courage unstoppable ambition you just pay an out to see Desmond in the corner picking his nose and <laughs> thumbing through a magazine. He, well, as you read or uh, introduce yourself, he picks up a stack of papers off of his desk and rifles through it, squints at one, squints at you, squints at the paper again, and then shrugs and says, okay, what can I do for you? Well, I can't help but notice you run a fine establishment of the adventuring persuasion here. He starts laughing. Fine is I, that's very polite of you, but as you can <laughs> see, we are obviously not a guild of any great repute or wealth. To the untrained eye, perhaps, uh, and to the trained eye, I'm not a man to be swayed by the pomp and circumstance of the silver blades. I seek something more material, something that cannot be bought, purchased, or uh, leased. There aren't too many material goods that fall under that category. You're quite right. We're looking for work. Well, uh, we can probably, we can probably give you a job. That's that's what we're looking for. An audition, tryout, something like that would be it's most not excellent. Pay super well. You know, I given how things have gone recently, it just anything that actually goes will be fine. Okay. Well, we have one job left. Uh, there have been reports of beggars going missing in the beggars' quarter. Some some folk have reported seeing creatures of no particular description uh, near sewer entrances. Right. Uh, we haven't been able to get any more solid information because generally when people who are not beggars are asking questions of beggars in the beggars' quarter, they tend to clam up real quick. No. Perfectly understandable. But anyway, uh, none of the real guilds, and he rolls his eyes at this, wanted this job because the uh, the poster did not offer a sizable reward. I roll my eyes too. So <laughs> uh, if you take this job and complete it satisfactorily, I will be able to pay your group. And he takes a moment and like runs through a ledger he has on the desk. After the roofing costs and getting that leak fixed, uh, <laughs> 
25 gold. My good man, consider it done. Uh, that sounds fine. <laughs> Everybody knows <laughs> a reward for a job well done is more work. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you succeed, we can officially induct you into the glorious halls. And he throws his arms out to the sides of the Shimmer Guard. Magnificent. <laughs> well, we will That's see you in... Well, I imagine it'll be quite a short time indeed. Good luck. I'll define my paddle. What? Why? Well, yeah, that's how clerics are induced. It's rush week. Before we head out, uh, is there any any other pertinent details or things you might... uh, Anything that might help us track down these uh, varmints with a taste for beggar? Um, Not especially. I mean, the sewers... Have never been particularly dangerous to get the occasional large rat, but this is a relatively recent problem. We've never had beggars disappearing into the sewers before. Was there no description of the creatures that we're seeing? Nope. Unfortunately not. Well, I suppose there's nothing to it, but uh, head out and see what we find. Let's get to it. Let's go. All right. Okay. Um... Let's see. How are we going to do that? So I'm thinking there's something else going on than just creatures snatching Vegas. Yeah. So um, first things first, we need hobo disguises. I hope everyone has realized that. So then we just put on the raggedy prison clothes we had when we first. Yeah. Uh, So as Leyland says this, I turn back around and I already have a full beard. (laughs) (laughs) Keep. Falrock is jealous. No, no, I'm not. None of that ratty thing. What's a good, like, God, I'm trying to think. Like, what's a nearby nation that isn't uh, Aldous or whatever the one we're at war with? Is there, like, a small, mostly unincorporated area? Yeah, there are a few few places like that in the general vicinity. Like, the the official borders of Jux are much larger than they than the effective borders of Jux. Right. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. Is there a city like two or three days away from Jux by foot? Yeah, you just came from one. Mm-hmm. Stonebrook is not a city. No, anything, any major population centers are going to be further out because if you're if you're within like five days travel of the capital, there's no reason not to go there. Okay. Or major things. The roads I, are safe. All right. So everybody, come up with your hobo name. <laughs> I, I just look expectant. <laughs> <laughs> why why do we need a hobo name? Besmond Dineswell. <laughs> Bingo. Uh Fed Cheek. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a hamster. It does. <laughs> no, we can work that angle. Falrock? I'm sorry. I, am I speaking to the person with the ridiculous fake beard? <laughs> the name's Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Falrock. Just blew into town. Only been here a few days. And went straight to the beggar's quarters. Of course. Old Gus goes where the wind takes him. Don't all your personas go where the wind takes them? Yeah. No, that's uh, that's my fatal weakness. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> I I hunch over and lose about like half a foot of height. Um, so are you eye level with me now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to picture all this, and this is absurd. Yep. 
Now the man, he said, we go down there to beggar's courts, we start asking questions. If we look like a bunch of well-to-do dandies, they ain't gonna tell us a thing. But old Gus, he knows how to grease a few palms and loosen a few lips. <laughs> don't loosen your lips anywhere near me, Gus. Because, like, <laughs> um, seriously, though, we don't want to come off, uh, come across as cops. So, well, I'll just wear this badge with a big X on it. <laughs> <laughs> so we either got to blend in or we got to not be seen. And I'm better at one of those than the other. I'm fine with not being seen. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually have a five o'clock shadow and reek of alcohol. I'll fit right in. And yes, yes, you will. <laughs> Get a little. So... Uh... <laughs> now the Eric Cochran, on the other hand. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'm... change into what rags I got, but uh, uh I'm just I'm having trouble. Regardless, is an Eric Cochran hobo like a would common? I ever? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it might be better for you to uh, be our air support. Are we going to like an underground sort of like beggar well, area near I sewers? I wanted to ask around first and be like, "Hey, okay. have you seen any giant beggar eating monsters?" Sure, hey, I'll, I'll, hang back. I'll hang Black back. Black Mass Monster. need <laughs> 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 about tree pity. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Gus is flat broke. Actually, I only have three gold, so I'm gonna need uh, five, five silver, silver from someone. <laughs> <sighs> All right. But yeah, I'm using like I've got a charcoal stick, so I'm like smudging up my face and the transformation is complete. I'll take off my fine cloak and vest that was given to me, but I'm not not changing Uh, back into rags. Take my hip flask and tap it on the side of my neck. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, And then I guess we head to the beggar's quarters and what happens happens. So so I guess uh, Chad and I can just kind of hang back, chat overhead, and... Well, when, what we could do is we could send our own beggar as bait, and we just watch from yeah. afar. I, I actually like this idea. I'm yeah. not too, I'm not too worried the, about... Uh, bait and beg. <laughs> Instead of bait and switch. No, I mean, that's a classic... <laughs> that's a classic gambit. Yep. You just need five silver, right? I, like, grab <laughs> silver pieces out of my bag. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah, mighty kind. Thank you very much. Just put all of your uh, faith in these semi-strangers that you you barely know. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. And uh, I've I've somehow procured a shitty hat, just like a really crappy hat, and I I tip it to uh, you kind folks, and then uh, I start hobbling on down to the beggar's quarters. Oh, Gus is looking for a place to rest his head. Okay, so to summarize, you are going down as a beggar. Yeah. Everybody else is hanging. Ba- like, there's a gaggle <laughs> of four people 30 feet behind you. <laughs> well, I hope they're all not that bad. Have, like, popcorn. Like, yeah, trying to be as inconspicuous as possible. Okay, the way I see it, Leyland <laughs> is probably parkouring. Ched can fly. I am flying. And I've got the kind of image of my mind of Desmond and Falrock could pull off a kind of like, uh, like one of them's a bodyguard kind of thing. Like, not but to that, typecast, no. but Falrock, you'd make an excellent bodyguard. Oh, thanks. I, I'll take that as a compliment. You, you exude menace. And Desmond exudes the reek of stale alcohol. That's right. right. Someone who needs to be bodyguarded. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. We could almost go for the angle of like 
you know, like a merchant lord's son kind of thing who really likes his booze. Desmond's I feel cool. like that might be inviting trouble, though. Yeah, let's let's not uh, name drop and yeah. get ourselves into trouble. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I am a long lost cousin of the twice removed brother's aunt <laughs> sister's servant. <laughs> No. <laughs> I like where your head's going, but we'll save the complex backstories for when we're breaking into somewhere really important. Yep. Okay. And okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I head down to the beggar's quarters. You head down to the beggar's quarter. And, well, it's there's a sharp drop in housing quality as you as you cross a particularly broad street that obviously marks the border between two districts. Mm. Uh, so there are, are buildings in various states of disrepair, boarded up windows, um, at least one beggar on each corner, like Starbucks. Um, <laughs> of it, course. Its name is well-deserved. Um, <laughs> They've got like little uh, time clocks where you clock in to beg. And then you <laughs> oh yeah, they, they absolutely do. Um, Terajax, you would, you would know from your time in uh, the Empire that the Beggar's Guild of the city of Jux is an incredibly strong force. Oh, yeah. I, I have no doubts. Asking for money is a highly regulated profession. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not like, I don't want to go off. Like, if someone tries to give me a handout, I'm like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly. Um, I make it very clear to the other beggars here who are unionized that I'm not looking to set up a... Uh, you know, a non-regulation shop or anything. I'm just uh, I'm making a coup. I'm just uh, everybody scram. Am I'm a vagrant? We vagabond. <laughs> yeah, we're vagabonds. Uh, so you arrive if, in uh, in Beggar's Alley. All right, and at first I'm just uh, you know, old Gus is just walking around, just taking in the sights. Uh, he's been on the road a great many days and. It's good to finally be somewhere with a uh, good, honest folk. I'm just uh, eavesdropping. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, elbow Laylin and let him get the lay of the land. Yeah, I was about to say, can I do like a perception check of just like, is anyone noticing survival? Projects or yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Fifteen. Uh, people, people are looking at you because, well, people are looking at Terajux because Terajux is somebody that. Attracts attention. <laughs> um, Old Gus has that way. The rest of the party doesn't appear to be attracting any particular attention from the people around them. There, there are people who are not beggars traveling to and from various buildings and streets and so forth. Like it's not just an you know a bunch of empty alleyways with beggars on each corner. There are. <laughs> what would be the point of doing business there was here? Foot traffic, yeah. Yeah, and none of you look fancy enough at this point in time to to really stand out too much. To rob, like you obviously don't belong here, but you're not you're not sore thumbs wandering like you're not rich nobles in Beggar's Alley. Give me a, a let's do perception Terajux, uh okay. to see if your eavesdropping pays off. Uh, that is going to be a total of twenty. So as you meander the streets, uh, not only do you notice several sewer sewer grates that are probably too small for anything larger than a rat to get through, um, you come across a, a particularly wide intersection where 
there is an old man sitting on a blanket that's been spread out, and he has a really deformed and abused hat sat in front of him. And he's surrounded by a, a semicircle of waifs and orphans and a few nervous-looking adults standing further back, and he appears to be telling stories. Ooh, I'm getting in on this. Wait, wait, wait. He's not actually selling the children? No. No, he's <laughs> not at all. <laughs> okay. To the Alchemist Club, a light-hearted, <laughs> okay. cheerful family Desmond, podcast. Desmond's going to go back and looking at the uh, second-hand DVDs that the other guy has spread out on his blanket. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I kind of like, mm, excuse me, mm, mm, pardon me, c- coming through, and I uh, I squeeze in to listen to this story. The the story is it sounds like he's only a short way into it. It's a story about uh, Tamwick Three Ones and how he got his name, and it's one that uh, any anybody who's lived in Jux is reasonably familiar with. Anybody who hasn't, so Ched probably wouldn't know this. <laughs> Ted uh, Wick three ones. How to get his name? Got a one in each hand. And he got the other one to something oh, else. <laughs> exactly. He got his teeth. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his teeth. Yeah. Um, myself again though. Rora Norizolo, but with uh, wands instead of swords. <laughs> Leyland's probably heard the story before. Uh, Falrock and Desmond, you would have to roll to see if it's at all familiar to you. Okay. Uh, history so check, if you want to. You don't have to. Just nodding my head as I listen in. Yeah, yeah I'll just listen. Sure. I got a 19, so I know the story. I know the I know the sailor version because it's definitely tied to his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 10. So okay. I probably don't know the story. Yeah, so you haven't you haven't heard this one before. But this is this is an old folk tale about what did they give what was his name? Tamwin? Tamwick. Tamwick Tamwick Three Wands. I should write that down before I forget it. <laughs> he probably should. <laughs> he was a, a relatively famous wizard who lived a long time ago. And uh, he had partnered up with another magic user to to do some research. And this other person betrayed him and uh, had Tanwick's wife disintegrated uh, beyond Ooh. all hope of resurrection. Dear and God. so Tanwick abandoned his studies and went off on a quest to uh, get vengeance for the loss of his wife. And he wandered around and uh, explained his story to people as he went. And, you know, they would either stand in his way because, you know, uh, they were in league with this evil warlock or uh, thought that revenge was not the way to go or some people would help him. Uh, and eventually he came across the Vault of the Gods. Which is, uh, it's like a, a common fairy tale trope that pops up where uh, sometimes it'll be you go to the Vault of the Gods and there'll be like a series of tests uh, that you have to overcome to get your heart's desire. Or sometimes it's a, like a physical, actual vault full of treasure that people can. It's, okay. it's the trial for the reward part of the story. Uh, so he, he stumbles across the Vault of the Gods and uh, when he goes in, he finds just a simple altar inside and he prays at the altar and the gods respond. And they say, Tanwick, what, what do you desire? And he, he says, I desire to help those who have helped me on my quest. And I wish to avoid those who would stop me from fulfilling it. And the gods saw that, you know, oh, the first thing you want to do is help other people. 
in exchange for helping him. He's a swell guy. Uh, so, so when he opened his eyes, him. what? So they didn't dick him? Because, no. like, most of the time, uh, like, ah, we'll give you a backhanded wish. <laughs> Desmond, I think you may have a biased view of the gods in this case. That's probably true, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just you, one of them, you, right? You've heard the story and you generally disagree with it because it, like, the gods don't screw him over. Yeah, the, the, the gods screwed me over, but not in this story. So I don't know. It's just a complex I have. Continue. Uh, so when he opens his eyes, uh, he saw that there were there were three wands on the table: uh, one of oak and amber, one of iron and glass, and one of bone and jet. Ooh. And so Tamwick Three Wands has three wands: one for those that help him, one for those that stand in his way, and one for the warlock who disintegrated his wife. Cool shit. Which ones? Which? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after this story is done, does the storyteller launch into another one, or do people kind of disperse? Like, do I have um, a chance to kind of like wait go between, up and, like right? You see, some of the the he like stops and uh, stretches, and some of the children and a couple of the adults put a few small coins in his hat. Okay. Uh, before they scatter, and he just kind of sits back. And what's the uh, average donation size looking like? Copper penny. Yeah, the the largest coin you see in there is a silver piece. Okay. Most of what's I... being thrown in is like a copper or two. So with an arthritic shuffle, I approach this man, and I drop two silver pieces into his hat. Oh. That's my generous of you, stranger. <laughs> I well, can get some Salisbury steak tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mighty fine story. Oh, uh, Tanwick Three Wands is one of the greats. Oh, yes. Always get a lot of kids with that one. Hmm, well, it's a story for all ages. And I, um, I shuffle a bit closer, and uh, I, I sort of, not to him, just sort of idly musing into the air. Uh, heard other stories coming out of these parts. Uh, kind not fit for the ears of youngins. There are plenty of those stories floating around too, my friend. Aye, too true. Uh, see, I uh, <coughs> roll down here into the city uh, looking for a feller of mine. Uh, can't find hide nor tail of him. And, uh, well, these stories, stories of uh, dark things, people going missing. Was wondering if a feller like you might know a little bit more about such things. Oh well, you know, sitting out here, do do hear a lot of rumors coming my way. People talk, beggars listen. Of course, and uh, I dare say anybody who wanted to investigate disappearances, and he's not looking at you; he's just kind of talking to the air. Yeah, uh, would would probably do well to find the. The main sewer entrance uh, near the city wall. Well, ain't that something? I'd be careful, oh friend. There's uh, nasty things about. Oh friend, there's there ain't nothing in this world more nasty than myself when I am particularly incensed. Don't you worry, none. Hmm. And I uh, I stand up with a uh, still stooped and hunched, but uh, you know I let him see a little glimmer in my eye, perhaps, and. Uh, I tip my soggy hat to him, and I shuffle off. He leans back against the wall again. And I 
speed shuffle my way around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I got it. <laughs> well, I was, hoping to get a little, I was hoping to get a little more information than that, but it'll have to do. He just says go main sewer entrance. No, uh, no particular... Like, I wasn't getting conspiracy vibes or anything, so I think that's probably helpful. So um, is our culprit a large reptile from the <laughs> from the plesiozoic air or whatever? You know what? <laughs> I don't think we can cross that off the realm of possibility yet. But like I didn't get paleozoic air, I didn't get the sort of warning that implied that we were gonna get murdered in our sleep by assassins. Like this was this was your average everyday kind of warning, right? <laughs> you seem to give up the information awful quick though. He, well yeah. That was clearly uh Old three ones in disguise, right? And I elbow oh, wailing. <laughs> like, you know, we got this old guy who's clearly been sent to us by fate. And I like ha- hold my hands up and I'm like shouting into the air. <laughs> <laughs> Esmond. Esmond. Yep. Yeah. No, no, no. No, this is great. Really? Were you Were you into drinking the, the whole time that that story was going yes, on? Yes, he was. Really, if you, if you have to ask, the answer is yes. <laughs> people shouting into the air wildly is not out of place in this district. No. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of got that. So, so yeah, I think um, I wasn't able to pick up on any like, oh, yeah, they say it's a beast, but they're actually being, you know, organ harvested or anything like that. So I think we just got to head to the sewers. I'm right behind you. Well, no, don't we go must. right behind me. Okay, if you're gonna follow me, I need to change disguises because otherwise you're gonna compromise Gus. Haven't you already <laughs> compromised him by talking to us? Yeah, no, we're in an alley. Yep. Oh. All right. <laughs> sure. <Yes. laughs> go, go on then. We'll uh, meet you thank there. Thank you, for our folks. I'll, I'll see you down in the sewers. <laughs> and I uh, shuffle off. His fake beard makes me very uncomfortable. Like, I'm well, sorry. I just yeah, it's 80% it. garbage. He was just out behind the barbershop one day and tried to get the like hair that matched the color the best. (laughs) Got like a red streaks with some blonde on his (laughs) side. Yeah, so I take a sort of circuitous route and I make a big show of you know, oh Gus. He's a tired old sort, just uh, winding his way through the city. And then I eventually do make my way quite fortuitously to the entrance of the sewers. Quite fortuitously, indeed. Uh, Are we just like kind of following a block behind or something? No, we can just head straight there and wait for him. Yeah. He has to shuffle, remember? We could just walk with our legs. Yeah. Yeah. So you arrive, Tara Jackson. The rest of the party is like leaning against the the wall. I'm I would like kind to of scouting the sky. Just uh, mm-hmm. I would like to, as we're um, or as I am approaching the group, just every now and then I, I don't look behind myself, but I I know the hobo ways, so I know to like check reflections in glass and things like that. Are have I aroused any weird suspicion with this question? Like, are people following me? I'm sorry. You know the hobo ways. <laughs> <laughs> Long did I study in the ways of begging. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I was eating shoe leather before you were a man. <laughs> <laughs> he was still eating rocks at that point. So. God <laughs> sakes! Uh, unfortunately, that is only a twelve. Nope. All right. Um, so I arrive. And 
Uh, well, would you find folks care for an escort down here, Dark Depths? <laughs> Is somebody else going to take him seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like landing next to him as he uh, as he says this. Uh, yeah, yeah, good. sure, sure. Uh, show us, show us the way. Oh, <coughs> mighty fine. From from your aerial viewpoint, uh, as you're circling down, uh, you see that there are there is a single person coming down four different. Well, there are four alleyways that lead kind of to this little. It's not quite a plaza, but like broad intersection. And down each of these four roads, there are there there is a beggar apiece walking down them towards you guys, like in synchronicity. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I I relay that information to everybody. Hey, looks like uh, we we have some company coming, and they seem organized. It's a bunch of beggars. On deeper in, and I gesture to the sewer. Not worried about beggars. They haven't been, you know, grown up. (laughs) They might might be dying of rocks. I think we they should. They might just have better disguises than guests here. Well, that's true. Okay, let's hey, head back. Nice. I I say we just head in before they see us, and then, like, if they if they but corner us in a sewer, that's their problem, not ours. But if we wait, if we hide and wait for them, and they head in, they there might be something. This is true. Something for us to follow. Uh, well, are there hiding boy, places? Go hide. Go hide and follow them. There are like barrels and alley alleyways and uh, yeah, I'll hide in a barrel. There, are, you could probably <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> or if there's like uh, enough material around that I could disguise myself as a pile of trash, you just curl up in a ball. <laughs> yeah, but yes, there there are places you can you can hide if you so choose. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Fly up to a nearby rooftop. Yeah, and anybody who wants to climb up to a roof probably can relatively easily. I, uh, I'm already up there. Way. I'm I've just going to pretend tarp. to be passed out drunk in the, in the corner. Ooh, I like that. I will be a pile of garbage next to Desmond. <laughs> I, I'll follow him and then okay. we'll uh, From your various vantage points, <laughs> you see four filthy older gentlemen dressed in rags all hobble into the, the intersection at the same time. They don't speak to each other. They just share a glance and then immediately scan the area. Um, everybody, please make stealth checks. Okay. Excellent. Stealth check. Can mine be a deception since I'm not hiding so much as appearing to be unremarkable? Sure. Excellent. I rolled a 17. 14. 18. Other people? Yeah, I have a seven. Sorry. Fifteen. <laughs> He's hiding and he just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, they look and they spot your your wing feathers are kind of, <laughs> yeah, protrusive. And one of them calls up and says, we just want to talk. I've, can I see Leyland or Fall Rock from up here? No, they're quite well hidden. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, like I stand to- up. I show myself. Talk talk about what? <laughs> just, just popping a squat? I've pulled out my bow and have an arrow notch just in case. I'd like to ready an action to, like, if one of them pulls out a crossbow or something, I will be exiting the garbage. I'm ready an action to scratch my butt if they think I'm still, if they think I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> he calls up and says, 
we were sent to inform you that if you are successful in what you plan to do here, the Prince of Coin will owe you a debt of gratitude. Is that so? Is that good? I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Who's the Prince of Coin? All of you are still hiding. Yeah. Nope. This is my oh. internal monologue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot, gentlemen. Uh, I'll, I'll relay that information to uh, to my friends who are definitely not here. <laughs> We're meeting up here later. I just got here a little bit early, you know. <laughs> and okay. uh, vanish into the the alleyways from which they came. I hop back down into the plaza. All right. Well, safe guys. I rustle, rustle, rustle. Emerge. I go. I head off the roof and meet up with them. Same here. No, I'm actually asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked Desmond. <laughs> Ow! That was a very nice. <laughs> I was falling asleep when we got stuff to do. Let's go. I was just really deep into character, but fine. Uh huh. I liked it. Also, while I was under the garbage, I had time to redo my hair and remove the beard, so. I look like a dashing adventurer again. <laughs> out of the pile <laughs> of garbage, a dashing adventurer appears. Yeah, well, if I, if like I jumped out, I was like, ah, what ho, you won't be attacking that bird. I didn't want to look like a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> it's about presentation, Falrock. Also, I'm going to call into question your ways of the hobo because those four just disappeared and I haven't seen you do that yet. Look, there are, <laughs> there are different hobo subclasses. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> All right, let's go. And I. Uh, <laughs> so are we going to ignore what the uh, the offer from well, our hobo friends or? Well, it was an offer. It was, it was just an offer. It was just like, hey, keep doing what you're doing because you know someone likes it. Like there was no actionable intel, really. Do I know who the Prince of Coin is? Nope. Hmm. I always thought we'd call him Beggar Supreme, but Prince of Coin. Yeah, I. It is. I like. I like Prince of Coin more, actually. But Beggar Supreme, very close second. (laughs) Very close. So I really like they. They didn't tell us not to do what we're doing. So yeah. If anything, they told us to keep going. We've got a job, and we might have a bonus waiting in the wings. So anybody whose name includes the word coin is probably someone good to know. Unless it's like Mr. Steelio Coin, <laughs> or it's a buddy of ours. Mr. Steelio Coin is a respected member of the Council of Merchants. <laughs> thieves, every last one of them. No, the Council of Thieves is a different matter entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding <laughs> folks, every last one of them. That's better. Falrock, uh, would you please take the lead? <laughs> would you like to? Because I'll I'll do it. But um, would you no, kindly... I'll I'll take the lead. I'll don't worry. I'll keep you out of trouble. <laughs> the sewer is pretty dark, isn't it? I, I don't it know. It works how to... out really well because you could be a friend and we could still see above you. <laughs> <laughs> in my in the other campaign that I'm playing in, that's actually a distinct tactical advantage because I'm playing. I have the gnome right, who's a super tank. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has line of sight. Yep. <laughs> Or in the other campaign where we had a tank who carried the other tank on his back. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the tankiest cleric carried by the tankiest barbarian in his back. So, um, as to Desmond's question earlier, yeah, I don't have any light spells. I have dark vision, so... Okay, I'll just... I mean, 
I can just light a fireball. Well, do we want to stealth this or I can't. You, well, who can, who you can, can gonna see in the like, dark. Leyland and I can stay ahead, but you three are going to need to be able to see. So I'm going to need to hold your beard. <laughs> Terajex just hands you yeah, the I, I, <laughs> No, 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 no. Let's talk to Valrock. Like, instead of holding your head, I want to yeah. hold the tip of your beard so I don't lose you. It hasn't grown back yet. No, I think know. that's a really good <sighs> idea, actually. Leyland and Valrock don't need light, so they can scout ahead. And then if they see something, they can double back and we can extinguish our torches. I don't have a torch. I didn't buy a torch. Fire. So we have bird fire. We're, well, we're we doing the party? Of course we are. Oh, okay. Cool. First time I've heard a cleric without light. <laughs> Somewhere a distant thunder rolls across <laughs> the <road. laughs> I think it's fine going ahead, but splitting up, probably not our best plan. Well, we're not splitting up. It's just you're the advance party. Mm. I'm going to have to buy like a wand, a wand of light or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, don't clerics get light? Only if they choose to. Can't you Only take that cantrip? He can. I didn't. In, oh, I, I see. It's on me for not letting you guys level up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> we don't get it. I don't get another cantrip to fourth level. Yeah. No, no that's not. <laughs> that's there, the character design choice, not DM anything. <laughs> nah, I made my choice. Now I'm going to, you know, drown in it. Because I'm water, get it? <laughs> but it's, yes, you're right. not able to drown, though, right? No, no. Like I'm, I'm like terrified of water in real life. So I always play people who can breathe water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm leading the way. Okay. I'm, right stay, like, I'm right next to you. So corners, maybe 30, 40 feet behind. Can we get yeah. some sort of signal, like move, move forward uh, or something? Kakaa, kakaa. <laughs> Onward. I don't know. <laughs> tweet, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. That's very racist. Oh, oh, you know what we could do? Hmm. Do you guys know how to signal using a mirror? Vaguely. Have a mirror? I have a hand mirror. How do you think I apply my makeup? <laughs> <sighs> All right. So we, we shine the mirror back at you. Yeah. So that just, you can see its reflection, and that means it, stop. Right, just give us like two flashes or something. How, how also, about just if you see a flash, you stop? Sounds good. If we start getting into counting flashes, someone's going to miscount. If we right, see yeah. a bunch of flashes, we, we know you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right, so if the mirror shatters, we know everything's fucked. Otherwise, one flash, we stop. Oh. Got it. And then we'll come back and you'll see us, and that'll mean you go forward. Yep. I hand okay. off my hand mirror. <sighs> But not your backup hand mirror. <laughs> no, <definitely>. never. <laughs> Officially, the backup hand mirror does not exist. All right. Loaned to Falrock. Forward we go. Let's go. Okay. You swing open the creaky old sewer grate and uh, clamber down a ladder. Is there, besides what you would expect to smell in a sewer, is there any other noticeable different stench, perhaps? Maybe of human flesh or something nope okay i'm sure it smells like feces a little bit yeah i'm using i'm using my mastery over wind to try and reduce that a little bit nah you just you just breathe it in till you get used to it it's fine (laughs) so the the sewer pipe runs uh north not north north west northwest to southeast 
You guys are on the south wall of the city, near the southeast corner. Okay. So the southeast, the southeast direction runs out under the wall. Mm-hmm. The northwest runs back up into the city. Well, I'd say we want to go into the city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you begin the long march into the foul-smelling, slime-coated Juxian sewers. Mm. Uh, every so often you'll come across pipes that feed into this larger one. They're generally small ones. Like, they're, they're not person-sized. How active are they? Like, how much is coming out of them? Not a whole lot. Uh, some of them have like a, a slow trickle, and that's about the the most active that you've seen so far. Okay. So uh, you kind of get the impression that the the beggars alley district doesn't have like they don't make a whole lot of use of the plumbing system. Yeah, <laughs> everybody just poops in the street. Who cares? Right? <laughs> uh, probably because it hasn't been well maintained. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this whole time I'm just striking up inane conversation with anyone around me to distract myself from the fact that I'm around. <laughs> just, <laughs> just constant meandering remarks to Desmond. Excellent. How how wide is this? Like, like are we moving along one of the main thoroughfares yeah. of? This okay. is obvious. This is like the main outflow pipe for this gotcha. part of the city. Hmm. So it could be worse. Yeah, there's it's 15 feet wide. There's like four or five foot ledges on either side of like that central divot where the actual sewage is flowing. Yeah. So is Falrock like having twitches and like <laughs> freaking out because of like the engineering side of him is just seeing all. Like, <laughs> it's not up to code. <laughs> this, this would never fly in my city. <laughs> not as much. It. It's worn down. It's not. It's obviously not right. But at the same time, it's it's not really my place to go and fix all of it. So Falrock also didn't do a whole lot of engineering. Yeah, that's true. More metalworking. Do we hear anything while we're down here? Mysterious noises. Uh, not especially. You'll occasionally pass like uh, drainage grates in the streets, and you'll hear snippets of conversation or. Uh, footsteps, what have you. Okay. Like, any signs of life down here? Like, uh, piled up refuse or writings on the walls or anything? You see rats from time to time, but you get the impression that people generally don't come down here. Interesting. Mm. Well, ever onward. Yep. Ever onward. Uh, so, you come to a T-intersection. The The pipe that you're following splits off to... Southwest and northeast. Bye, probably bye, don't. Do we have an idea of what direction the beggars' quarters is he, is from where we are? Or are we kind of lost at this point? Okay. Yeah, you don't. You don't have a super great idea. If uh, uh, Falrock's best guess, you're probably getting closer to the Grand <laughs> Bazaar okay. than the Wall. Hmm. So, well, Jux was split into four main sections, wasn't it? It's split into into two halves. Oh, okay. By the river. By the river. Right. So we we haven't hit that, obviously. Northeast? Yeah, what, what would be the section that's north of the Beggars District? The Beggars District is bordered by Idona's Redoubt, which is where all the mercenary guilds are to the mm-hmm. north, and the Grand Bazaar to the to the northwest. And our, our two directions are northeast and southwest? Mm-hmm. Correct. 
Actually, I'm feeling Southwest now because it seems weird to me that there would be stuff going on in the mercenary area. Yeah, like like if somebody got abducted by this beast from the mercenary quarter, it would already be solved. Well, Mm -hmm. it's not a beast that's been seen, so maybe they're being abducted by people. People by a mercenary guild, maybe. It seems like more so people are thinking it's creatures. True. There's, they had no description or anything. That's very true. Um, that's a good point about the mercenary guild thing. But to what end? Uh, slavery? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I mean, we, we were experimented on or about to be experimented true. on for whatever reason. In that case, though, I think the Grand Bazaar would be... Like, that has to have a black market, right? Mm, you'd think. So... Maybe we should just head there, and I imagine that mercenaries, if they were abducting people, would take them to their uh, employers, which probably Grand Bazaar, human trafficking, that makes sense, right? Mm, I don't know. We really don't have enough to go off of, but I don't don't. think either direction is necessarily wrong with what we have. Yep. Southwest is my vote. Let's go. Southwest is. All right. Um, you continue on for a few minutes, and then I would like perception checks from everybody, please. Boy. Oh, boy. I got a one. I'm... I'm oh, a... oh, no! <laughs> oh, shit. I also got a one. I'm I'm trying to repress, like, a claustrophobic freakout right now, so... I'm sitting on a 10, and I can't see. I got a I'm, 16. I got a, I got a 13. Overcome okay. by the smell okay. of sewage. Okay, so... Oh Karajux and Ched both, at the, like, almost the same time, start feeding off of each other's anxiety about not having access to the sky. And Desmond, you are suddenly dealing with two panicking party members. <laughs> I, I'm picturing, like, the Scooby-Doo cartoon where Scooby-Doo would jump into Shaggy's arms. <laughs> I, I kind of see that with Tara Jux and Chad right now. Yes. Yeah. Whoever jumps into the first one's arms, though, immediately drops that one and then jumps into their arms. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like a, a rolling wheel of panic. <laughs> uh, the other two... Leolin and Falrog, uh, you notice that there are faint traces of fungus uh, growing on the walls here that you did not see further back in the in the sewer system. Huh. Oh, That's new. We're gonna die down here, Scoob! <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> Buried under rubble and rock and worms! Leolin, do you hear idiots behind <laughs> us? More so than normal? Bit, bit more. <laughs> Chattering, nice. chattering of teeth. Should, should we go <laughs> check on them, or do you think they're all right? <laughs> Only way is forward at this point. Yeah. <laughs> the, the weak must move on. <laughs> <laughs> we are like 30, 40 feet ahead of them, so... All right. Yeah, no, let's keep going. Desmond, do you do anything to try and calm your compatriots? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm making it worse. What are you talking about? <laughs> Oh, it's so dark. Oh, my God. Sure do look unsteady, don't they? Man, what would happen if they fell right now? (laughs) Okay, you guys calm down after a minute or two. All right, so Uh, there's fungus. Yeah, is the fungus growing as we move on? Is there more of it, or is it just kind of a steady... Yeah, so as as you carry on down this pipe, you see that 
there is in fact more like there's a, a steady increase in the amount of fungus that's growing on the walls and floor of the of the sewers now. And eventually you come to another T intersection. Uh, this one, the pipes are going due north and due south. Which way is heavier with fungus? Make a perception check. A uh, total of 20. It looks like the, the northern pipe has heavier fungal growth. It's kind of tricky to tell because it's... It's covering most of the walls now, so mm. what tips you off is the fact that the the mushrooms that are growing to the north look bigger than those growing to the south. I look to our uh, expert in the natural world, and I say, Leyland, do you is this? Do you know mycology? Can I take a perception check check on the fungus as well? Would it be any different, or uh, if you want to know know things about it, I you would want a knowledge nature check. That's an 11. Uh, you have not seen this particular kind of fungus, or any of them, really, because it looks like there's several different species here. Oh. Looks like fungus. These sure are mushrooms. Fascinating. One could say there's fungus among us. Oh, boy. Oh, um, dear. <laughs> Suddenly those pillars caving in doesn't seem so bad. To be more accurate, you are among the fungus. So, um... You said the fungus was thicker to the north? Yep. Correct. That's the I, way we're going then. Yeah. This is mighty suspicious. North ways we go. You head north. And uh, interestingly, the sewer tunnels here start to slope downward, which you wouldn't expect because this is going further into the city. Yeah. Uh, closer to the center. Uh, but there you have it. And so like the, the water then is running in the same direction that we're walking? Yes. Has that been the case the whole way in? No, you've been going uphill this whole okay. way. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Here. the initial stretch was uphill. When you turned at the first T-intersection, that was downhill again. Um, and turning back to the north, you would have expected it to be uphill, since that is, again, out away from the wall towards the center of the city, but that is right. not the case. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And so as you start to proceed down this uh, gentle slope, you can see that the fungus is is indeed getting thicker and thicker until you can no longer see the walls of the tunnel. Do we do we smell anything at this point? The scent of sewage of... has lessened, and there's kind of like a moldy smell to the air as well. As, well, make make perception checks for me, please. Crit. Crit. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twelve. Oh, that's only a six. <laughs> I'm hyperventilating, but that happens to be just what's needed to take in the <laughs> scent. Uh, yeah, so Terajux, you pick up... I don't know if I have a good descriptor for this because I don't have any real-world like comparisons to make, but you pick up a smell that kind of reminds you of an herbalist or apothecary. Oh. It's very, very, very faint. Interesting. Okay. Uh, kind of like the aftertaste of a health potion or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Strange. Well, I'm going to sit on that because it doesn't seem super definite. Actually, no, I'll kind of like nudge Chad and be like, do you smell a doctor's office? <laughs> you don't. Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone smell, smell burning toast? <laughs> smell mushrooms and feces. Uh, and as you are standing there smelling the air, mm-hmm. you hear a chittering noise. Oh. In front and, or behind? Uh, to the sides. To the side. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Sides. 
boiling up out of sort of connecting grates on either side of the of the main tunnel here. Uh, you see excessively large rats. Mm. Uh, would you say that these are rodents of unusual size? No, I'd say that they're infested with fungus. Oh, okay. Oh, mm. you said oh rat. I don't like that. And that is where we will stop for now. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, for joining us here. Uh, I've been Joe, your dungeon master. If you wish to get in touch with us, uh, you can send an email to thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. That's just like the title of the podcast, no apostrophes, 88 at gmail.com. Uh, joining us on this adventure are... Ched, never on fleek fleek. Uh... Played by Daniel Braun. I'm Cahill. I play Desmond, and I'm here to remind you to get all your children vaccinated. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarjax. Thank you.